Hello, all you lovely souls who revel in embracing life just as I do. This is Nirja Malik and you are welcome into my world of I Embrace. And what do we intend to do here? We delve into the many layers and shades of my life, exploring resilience, positivity, strength, and the inherent fun in laughter that lies deep within each of us. Interludes from my own exciting and adventurous journey, my personal battles and victories that have brought forth innumerable lessons in my life. It is these learnings that I place on a golden platter with utmost humility for your personal consumption. My dearest darling ones, today I am going to open my heart and speak to you from the depths of my soul. But tell me, have I ever done anything other than that? I don't think so. One of the wonderful facts of a true human being is authenticity and truth. There are truths and there are truths. The ultimate truth and a million other truths about who you are, what you are, what you portray, what you think others portray, what they actually are. It can carry on. But thank you for being with me. Thank you for hearing me out, lending me a ear and making me feel that you understand that I acknowledge and I appreciate. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we got her home and I cannot express to you the joy on her face coming home. It was well worth it of the looks on the doctors as they tried to convince us that we should just keep her there. In hindsight, for what? To traumatize her? To trouble her? And what did she want to do? She just wanted to be in her home, amongst her people, with her memories. She had decided the way she would go. And my sister and I were all set to ensure that it happened just that way. The girls at home were overjoyed. Gautam, the driver, was beyond himself. And each came forward 
to show her, to express their love. And these were perhaps the same people who, when they joined her, were shy, were hassled, were troubled by their individual lives and existences. But she embraced them. She embraced each and every one of them. As if, yes, they were her own. And weren't they? And they all called her Mama, or Ma, or Mummy, whatever they felt like it. And they reveled in her attention. And today, this day, she reveled in the attention that all of us showered on her. Right from Ankuj, my brother-in-law, my sister Radhika, I, Vasanti, the cook, Remert, the strong-bodied, abled one, Moini, the naughty one, always teasing her relentlessly with a twinkle in her eye. And where did all these smiles and twinkles come from? The original source, God, and yes, that is too deep philosophy, isn't it? That we are all bliss, we are all anandam. But where did they pick it up from? My mother. My mother and her pearls of loving wisdom, her stories that kept them at peace. When they had a problem in their households, she was all ears, all advice, all loving, all caring, and how that would have touched their heartstrings. You know what they said to me and how they behaved? They said that they could have given up their lives for her. What does that say about my mother? This is the kind of confidence, the kind of love, the kind of passion, the kind of worship, if I may call it so, that she evoked in everyone who met her. And not because she tried, she didn't do anything. She was just herself. So isn't that another truth? To round off all truths, that when we are made in bliss and joy, and our souls are happiness, personified, we don't have to do very much. We just have to deep within ourselves, be happy. And those concentric circles of joy, happiness, bliss, anandam, emanate from us, ripple after ripple, including everyone who happens to be lucky for them <laughs> in that space in that sphere, in that moment of extreme and loving care. So we brought her home and there was an explosion of happiness, if I could say that. And everyone had wide smiles and went out of their way to make her happy 
And she was so happy, reveling in all this joy and beauty. And when Purudesi, Jan me Jan, okay, that is the impact she had on all of us. She came home into our lives to further spread her joy and happiness. One look was all it took. One glance, one fleeting smile, and she had us <laughs> eating out of her hands. Gosh, what a woman. What an empowered soul. And if she had a bit of strength, you know what she would do? Earlier, she was able to walk with help and a walking stick to the dining table. Now she made it a point to come in her wheelchair, sit with us, regale us with tales that made everyone laugh. She ensured that the three of us had her entire undivided attention as we in turn gave to her. There were moments when we entreated her to eat a little and second childhood she would be a little stubborn and she would say no and we would give in because we didn't want her to feel hassled. And we all knew at the back of our minds that when our father went at home, he promised us, or rather he took a promise from us that we would not take him to a hospital. He passed away very peacefully. But gradually, as if on his own, he stopped eating, drinking, and there were moments of deep silence and a very blissful look on his face as there was on hers, as you could feel that they were in communication, in conversation with the Almighty One, getting prepared to move on from one realm to another, painlessly, happily, joyfully in bliss. She would also love a particular spot in the drawing room. It was a corner that she could look out of a vast window and see the sea literally on all three sides because of the southernmost tip of Kulava. She could see the birds, the trees, the swimming pool. She could see everything. She was one with nature. She reveled in it and all the crows and birds and her friends. She would revel in their friendship too. Butterflies and sparrows and all kinds of creatures would come to her. And she would blissfully spend some time in silent communion with them. So, we were 
very happy to have her back, to find the routine settling down. Get up at six in the morning, get up at three. If she's hungry, have some biscuits, tea time at six, a rusk, go back to sleep, wake up, have a bath or a sponge for one hour, take out the gutka, say her prayers, and then absolutely dressed, very beautifully, she would come out and spend hours in that chair of hers. I sit in the opposite chair, just looking at her chair, feeling her presence, feeling her aura, feeling her ambience. And I am, believe it or not, at peace. 2nd of February was our father's birthday. And of course, everything had to be celebrated with great pomp and splendor. Chocolate rufal cakes and candles and surrounding her and singing, whether it was daytime or nighttime, depending on how her levels of energy were. And she loved it. She loved being surrounded with all the girls. Many pictures were taken, all of them trying to touch her from some place or the other, feeling a deep connect and security just by her presence. It was such a beautiful day. And then came the ninth. The ninth was my sister and brother-in-law's wedding anniversary. So, in the morning, on the 9th of Feb, while lying down next to her, I told her, Mom, today is their anniversary and you have sent them such a huge basket of flowers and a cake. And she looked at me, hardly nodding. But suddenly, in the afternoon, when we were all around her and we thought she was sleeping, she got up and she said, where are my clothes? Where are my clothes? Where are my clothes? And I said, Ma, what do you want your clothes for? And she said, isn't it their anniversary? You go in Pankaj? I need to go shopping. I need to get something for them. Of course, after that, she lay down and she never brought up the topic again. What do I feel? I feel that she knew that it was an important day. I feel that she was happy to have been there to convey her blessings to them. And to see that all of us are together. And perhaps divine dispensation, a pact she had with God, she chose to leave early the 10th morning. 
Somewhere in the middle of the night, a person who was very dear to my heart had told me that maybe I should just connect my umbilical cord to hers. Long time back, in one of our meditations, I had felt that I was a culled up fetus, yes, rather healthy, within my mother, umbilical cord and all. And that somehow she was within Mother Earth and we were all so much at peace, being nourished, all of us, in one fell swoop. That memory came back to me. And the idea that as she had nourished me through our joint umbilical cord, the same can be done from my end, nourishing her. At about 2.30 a.m. of the 10th morning, suddenly I connected again with divine dispensation with my friend. And when I told her the condition of my mother, she said, why don't we do a meditation to further help her along her journey? All these things have definitely helped me be strong, be aware and cope in a way better fashion than I would have otherwise. My mother was beyond everything. She was already nearing her ultimate goal and I could feel that. By the time she left, at 5.53 of the 10th morning, I was on one side, holding her hand. My sister was on the other, holding her hand. And her face showed such peace, such joy, such bliss. A gentle smile played on her lips. There was no even jalak of a frown or a face that had been through so much. She was bliss personified. And holding our hands at that point of time, you don't know if you are holding her hand 
or she is holding yours. I just feel good that she was holding our hands, giving us strength, giving us security, and giving us the feeling that she would never leave our hands, that she would always be there to bless us in whatever we did. Our Chhatra Chaya, our sheltering umbrella was on its way out. But the feeling she left behind is that she is always around, always looking after us, looking down with a smile very much in the arms of my father. Yes, these are things that can make you feel light and loved and complete. So these are the feelings that I went through. We were all there for her and she was all there for us. And in all my feelings, emotions, thoughts, the uppermost is that strange, Mathe, isn't it strange that I feel that joy and sorrow, happiness and sadness, are actually aspects of us that can very well go hand in hand. So when one has a loss, one doesn't really need to dwell in darkness and despair and misery. Or if one has a victory, one doesn't necessarily need to be on a perpetual high of achievement and admiration for oneself, if that could be the case. Yes, what does the Gita say? Equanimity. A calm, serenity, equanimity, in joy and sorrow, happiness and sadness, victory and failure. Imagine if all the world could be like that. And with our mother's directions, literally, we went about the job at hand as dedicatedly, as respectfully, as purposefully as we could. I made three calls, one to my husband, one to my mother's sister, and one to my father's brother who was also married to 
my mother's youngest sister. Friends got to know, passed the word. Relatives came. My aunt came from Delhi with her daughter-in-law and my two cousins. My father's younger brother's daughter. So, and my mother's, uh, my father's younger sister's daughter, Gita. My aunt, my masi, my didi, Shashi Mohan, and her daughter-in-law, Aradhana. My friend, Meena, came from Chennai. Kavita came with my a later flight and came directly to the crematorium. Mandeep came immediately. I got him on the first hole at the golf course. So different people lining up at different timings. The pundit was told to come at three, by which time all flights were supposed to have been here. She got ready in a beautiful pink suit. And then Rehmat told the nurses, lipstick. So now we're all hanging on to the lipstick, not knowing what to do with it. The nurse took some in her finger and very delicately, very gently, very tenderly applied it on her lips. Yes, the AC was on. Mum was lying in this lovely pink suit of hers with her favourite Pashmina shawl on a Kashmiri bed cover. And people who came to see her the last respects to her, touching her feet, gently caressing her cheeks. They could have sworn that she was just asleep. With a gentle smile, they could have sworn and did that she was very much alive. And these are the memories that they would carry of her. The Navy Foundation came with the wreath and uh, the Admiral stood there with the wreath, put it on her feet, stood at attention, saluted her and having paid his respects, moved on. Yes. There was not any pall of misery, despair, trauma. That was not how she would have wanted it. There was a quiet, deep sense of love all around, pulsating love, palpable love, deep regard, deep respect. And yes, even deeper worship. Because most of the people who came, all of them who came, 
and there were many her friends our friends who came out of just the sheer love that had attracted them to her and had bound them in the jadu the magic the mystical magic of her presence yes and somehow there was a quiet air of not a celebration or a festivity but there was no call of gloom and doom the atmosphere was one of gentleness of serenity of calm and of deep love and this is how she was given a fond and wonderful farewell from her home to other realms and other homes that she would have carried her abundance love for everyone yes there was this was a time for celebration celebration of a life well lived and this was a time when in passing those visions that come to me and this one in black and white that just my father is there holding his arms out to her and she has gone to him just resting her head on his chest and like any eternal love story romantically joined people they were one and in that unity all that they left behind are also one for isn't that what life is what god is what us human beings are eventually we are all leading up to a point where we will be one with the one i am brace isn't just about my journey of conquering cancer it's about embracing life in all its entanglement and beauty remember in this journey of life you are never alone and i need to thank you for becoming a part of this inspiring journey thank you for joining me today on i embrace and my heartfelt wishes stay resilient stay positive and most importantly keep embracing life in all its glory <laughs>